Welcome back to Cannonball Golf Pod, episode 016, Sweet 16. Sweet 16. We're driving, baby. <laughs> oh, yeah. We got our, got our licenses. Got our license. Oh, boy. We're moving. How many uh, How many side view, view mirrors are we going to break off the car backing out of the garage? Several. <laughs> <laughs> if, we, if we drive anything like I did in high school, we're in trouble. <laughs> I, I did. Yeah, I think I... Took one side mirror off, and I actually side-swiped a car in my own driveway once. Oh, yeah. I don't man. know how you do that. I got in two wrecks in one day one time, <laughs> neither of which were my fault. <laughs> I was just, sure. I was a magnet. Yeah. Sure. No, hey, a lot of the, my wrecks and speeding tickets and whatever in high school were my fault. But that one day, I got rear-ended, and then somebody pulling out of a parking lot clipped my front front uh, light. Same day. It was terrible. <laughs> All right. Uh, Hopefully this goes better. <laughs> All right, that's the last of the car talk for the episode. Um, we both drove to a golf course this past weekend. I didn't drive, but I, I did play golf. I had to drive, and I was in decent enough shape, I guess. Hey. But uh, yeah, we both got out this past weekend, so we'll we'll review our rounds. We had some some highlights, some lowlights, but hey, that's golf living over par. Living over par. Um. Web.com tour, some action coming out of there this week. Really exciting, uh, exciting news out of the Web.com tour. Uh, we had a fan favorite winner this week. We won't say anything more than that. You've heard us mention him here before on this very podcast, and he came through big time. And big time boys, the big boys are out at Quail Hollow, Wells yeah. Fargo this week. LT Gray is back. Yep. Rory playing, Justin Thomas, Ricky, all the big names are there. One of the best courses that the PGA Tour plays every year. Really tough. Yep. A lot of fun. Mini Me's there too. You'll <laughs> find out who that is. Um, we got a bunch of, bunch of B-side stories. Yeah, After we that? Jeff and I both found some interesting, uh, interesting golf, interesting viewing in the world of golf this week. <laughs> Definitely not your average fare, but came up with uh, some good times. It's a, it's on brand for us. Yeah, for sure. Talk, talk about the untalked about. Yeah, there you go. Somebody's got to. Yep, and uh, shout out down to Yuge uh, Spotify playlist on Spotify. Found on Spotify. You ready, Charlie? Let's go. I'm I got the keys. I'm ready to get behind the wheel. Just make sure the music is turned down. Oh <laughs> shit, we we're in drive. I thought we were in reverse. Oh fuck. Oh, just, oh my god. Is that, was that a cat or a trash can? Oh. All right, fuck it. Turn the music up. Let's go. <laughs> Ladies and gentlemen, can I please have your attention? I've just been handed an urgent and horrifying news story. And I need all of you to stop what you're doing and listen. Cannonball! All right, Charlie, we played a little little golf this past weekend. We did. It Got was, out to the course. It was warm out there. It was beautiful. It was. Uh, I got a little sunburn. Did you? No, but you played Sunday, right? Yeah, Sunday afternoon. What about you? Were you I Sunday played Sunday morning. morning. Yeah, it was kind of chilly the first nine hole. Like I had three layers on the first nine holes. I was expecting it to be a lot warmer. 
I, uh, there's a, there's a theme with the weather going on. I think they're overestimating. Yeah. I, I wore just a golf shirt for like the last 14 holes. I had nice. a, I had a pullover on the beginning, but yeah, golf shirt only for the my last three, three quarters of the round. That's awesome. Yeah. Um, I got down to Lamont, Illinois, Cog Hill. Old Cog Hill. Did not play Dubs Dread. No. Is that open yet? It is open. Okay. It looked, it looked pretty it looked nice, nice, too. <laughs> yeah. I'm sure at the beginning of the year, it's always in great shape. Um, but played on that side of the street. Played number two. Okay. The Ravines. Yeah. Also a great course. Yeah. I, I think I've only played it once before I, and didn't remember much of it. Yeah. I played it in college a long yeah. time ago. I think that's the last time I played it was college. Yeah. The only time I played it. And I think it was the same situation in college. Extremely hungover. Okay. So we yeah, fast forward. I was too. No. Fast forward 15 years and. Still do. I was, I was at a wedding the night before. Still the best. <laughs> uh, the best. The uh, wedding the night before. And um, yeah, I was. I was not feeling my best. No? At all. Okay. Um, How early did you play? We were teed up like 9.45. Oh, that's not even that early. But I had to pick up two guys on the way out of the city. Okay. So, so you were like, leave yeah. at 7.30. Yeah, it was, it was, I was in, in late, up early. There you go. Not ideal. But, uh. <laughs> Good for your tempo. Yeah. To. <laughs> But got off to a hot start and birdied the first. You were living under par. <laughs> Lived under par. Wow. For an entire hole. That is amazing. <laughs> How did it feel? Did you feel just like DJ? No. <laughs> actually, yeah. The first hole was like 320. Yeah. And hit driver and like had a pitch shot. There like a 40-yard pitch shot. Except DJ would hit three wood over the green. <laughs> <laughs> True. Yeah. Or maybe it's two iron. Yeah. But the greens were aerated, so it wasn't oh. the best of putting days. Oh, yeah. And right. it was one of those where like... It was pinball that yeah. its way to the hole, and then sat on the edge and kind of like Fell rolled in sideways. In. <laughs> yeah, yeah. Did you guys do the automatic two putts like you said you were? No, not not really. Yeah, but we, we weren't really playing for anything. Yeah. So it was just kind of get out there to smack it around. So you had birdie on the first hole. How did yeah. you play the rest of the holes? Promptly bogeyed the second hole. <laughs> no I longer hit, living. Hit a good drive. I hit a good drive. Okay. Uh, like right side of the fairway. Yeah, had a hundred yards in. Mm-hmm. Uh, underestimated the wind in our face, and just coming off birdie, I felt a lot stronger than I actually right. was. Yeah, came up like fifteen yards short, <laughs> and then slapped my way to a bogey. Yeah, so that That'll was happen. and it was pretty much downhill after that. Yeah. Well, <laughs> any any scores to report or any highlights of the round? Uh, shot seventy six, uh, with three birdies. Um. I've been playing with the same ball no way for the past 54 holes. Oh my god, that's impressive. The ball I've uh, yes, it's gone 54 holes. How what kind of ball 50, is it? We'll this call is like it, we'll good call, uh, It's actually I meant to bring it in. It's in my trunk outside, but It's good advertising this for thing this is brand. Beat. Yeah. Um but this dates back to January when I went down to Florida for the Honda Classic. And we've played around between then. Yes, and yeah, then we so played at Springbrook. Springbrook. Yeah. So, same ball. And then... What this, ball is it? This, that's a TaylorMade TPX5. Wow. Okay. That's... I, used, I used to always play the Titleist mm-hmm. Pro V1X. And Buddy stood up in his wedding last year, and he just bought, some bought me a couple dozen. It's like, try them out, and I didn't expect it, and I haven't left. 
it's saying like, a love lot. Them. It's saying a lot for their durability too. Uh, <laughs> or is this ball? They're just, not as durable as the Pro ball. Just look like it went through a yeah. fucking. You don't. You can't tell what number is on yeah. it anymore. <laughs> Uh, dimples the, on nu- it? the number's gone uh yeah. hit a couple like railroad ties right so there's no way this thing's round anymore <laughs> no chance <laughs> yeah it's so got solid that's how you bounce that one in on the yeah, first hole for sure it's got a so solid i think it's i don't know if i made it to it i don't know if i made any birdies out springbrook but uh you did yeah you bur- i remember you birdied 10 okay number 10 for so sure maybe i had one there so i think this ball has seven birdies on it that's pretty total I don't. I don't know that I've ever had a ball with seven birdies on it. Yeah. So I think my goal is to get it to ten. That's pretty. And good. then I'll then I'll cut <laughs> Retire it. Retire it. Yeah. Just <laughs> no. I'm not it. gonna. I'm gonna keep playing it until I lose it. Okay. I was gonna say just like make ten birdies with it and then just hit it into Lake Michigan. <laughs> <laughs> Put just it go, to its death. <laughs> yeah. Just go tee it up at uh, Sydney Maravitz and just like do a do a little uh, twenty one tee shot salute and just blast it out of the sailboat. <laughs> So yeah, that that almost happened on the ninth hole. Wow. There's a part. Yeah, what's the closest you've been to losing it? Um, I've hit some squirrely ones for sure. I, was, I don't remember anything at Springbrook. Springbrook guy's close. pretty under control yeah. there. Down in Florida, we had caddies, so oh, the ball that's always easier. got found. Yeah, you're. Wrong. And yeah. then on the ninth hole, at cog number two, uh, almost pulled it like ob. Yeah. I, th- I thought it was gone. Yeah. I think it hit a tree and came back in. <laughs> And then I had the ball like, that won't quit. <laughs> it won't go. And I had like, and this is when I first thought about it. Um, I was like two forty out, crappy lie, yeah, over water, par five, like over yeah. water. <laughs> yeah. And I'm like, man, like I'm just gonna go for you it. Have to. And I'm like, I, yeah, you like, can't I, lay up. I, with I that don't. Ball. I don't make that shot one out of ten times. Right. Yeah. All right. I I make that shot one, one out of yeah, ten right, times. Right. Um. And then I'm like, I look down, I'm like, I've been playing this ball for a while. I started to think about it. I'm like, what? I think this is the only ball I played this year. It is, yeah. So I pulled pulled out nine iron, laid up. Yeah, totally did. (laughs) I'm like, I'm saving this thing. All right, right, fair enough. Hey, if he gets the 10 birdies, there's no disputing the methods. I can definitely say I've never made 10 birdies with a single ball, unless I didn't know about it and I had some just shag ball in my bag. but. So uh, what about where do you play later, I played later it, that day I in your played, short sleeves? Yeah, I was I teed off at like one thirty in the afternoon at uh, Ravislow Country Club down in the. It's called Ravislow Country Club. It used to be a country club, correct? But it is no longer. It's public, but it's a uh, old school Donald Ross designed course on the south side yes. of Chicago. Not many public Donald Ross courses in the world. No, and it is. I, I, for my money, I mean, I, I've, you know, Jason Way, who we mentioned last week, has said it. Um, Andy, I forget his name, Andy Johnson, who runs the Fried Egg blog, has right. said it. Probably the best designed public course in Chicago. For there's, sure. There's some that are in better shape, some that have more scenic holes. But in terms of just like great architecture there's no better design course that you can play without a membership in chicago and like old school architecture oh yeah i mean like the just fir- classic greens classic bunkers classic bunkering yeah it's it's a great course so that's actually my third time this year i played it I that's played awesome it. are the greens still not aerated yet no they aerated them uh so my i played it in february like the end of february and then i played it again at the beginning of april and since 
that round, like it was, I think it was Masters weekend. Right. Since that round and this past weekend, they had air rated. Yeah. So they got to do it. Got to do it. Uh, I'm not mad about it. No, it wasn't terrible. Um, They, you know, they were well. I would say the putting wasn't as bad as uh, they were rock hard. Like you, you couldn't land anything on the green. Like wedges would roll off the back, which is just kind of part donald ross design you know right. just crazy like mounding and you know false edges um, but firm conditions on but top of firm that firm conditions on top of that because they were just again putting was not bad for having just been aerated because they were so they had filled them in with sand i think it had just happened a couple weeks before then so just very firm but um all that being said it was in great shape again for it being you know only open for a couple months this year and good time i love that i mean i love it it's only like 45 bucks i love that and place. again it's a donald Ross. you're walking on like you you know you see it on the first hole the first yeah. the first green is a classic like donald ross yep. kind of you know upside down turtle you know or mm-hmm. turtle back or upside down bowl uh green with just falls off every on every side great kind of cross bunkers and all yep. the driving landing areas and mounding so um yeah, for my money, it was, the only thing that's kind of sucked is the first two times I played it this year, which it was like 30 degrees yeah, both times, I yeah. was the only person on the course. <laughs> so you cruised? I cruised, and like, you know, I was like, the second time I played it, I literally hung out in the uh, maintenance shed with the groundskeepers and the superintendent for like an hour during the frost delay, just really? chilling. Because the, because the pro shop wasn't even open yet. <laughs> we made like a 7.30 tea time, and... Uh, we called the guy to just be sure. Like, are you sure there's not going to be a frost delay? Right. He's like, no, it'll be fine. And we show up at 730 and nobody's in the pro shop. Like, just <laughs> lights walk, off, locked They walked up. out in their front yard and are like, yeah. oh, frost, I'm going back to bed. <laughs> exactly. <laughs> so we hung out with the superintendent and his, like, grounds crew for, like, an hour and a half, which was kind of awesome, too. Like, just chilling in there, like, maintenance shed. And he That's was awesome. He was showing us, like, old routing uh, blueprints and right. stuff. The stuff they were, like, thinking about for doing you know mini tweaks add a t here add a bunker here oh, wow yeah just based on you know some old original design photos they that's found. awesome so yeah that was kind of a fun experience the only uh i had so i have a lot of like fond memories of ravislo already and you know only having played it like four times in the past six months but it was a little disheartening to come back down to earth to pull in at 130 like parking lot packed to the gills like driving range full 10 carts at the first tee and it was just like no this is my course (laughs) the secret's out yeah i I am the secret has to be out on this well i'm late to the party it's yeah everybody's been talking about it it's been public now for almost 10 years yeah and since then everybody's been saying oh my god this is the best course that's a pay to play in chicago so no surprise, but we, we, I will say we, we all, I always walk it cause it's a, you know, it's only like 60, 6,500 yard course, not much up and down. Tees are on top of tees greens. Are, yeah. Right next Old to greens. School. Yeah. So I always walk it. So I would, I will say, you know, it may have been worse than a cart, but we never really waited on a shot. It was not, we played in like four or 15. That's so not bad. Not bad at all. That's but, a, that's all you can ask for these days in, yeah, in public I, courses. Under four and a half. Yeah, exactly. Yeah. Like under five is solid and it was well under that, but I can't was, believe we're saying, that. I know it's crazy. It's crazy, but it's good time I play it. Okay. I, uh, it's funny. I kind of started the opposite of you. I, 
I like that's a tough start there, man. Tough start, yeah. I, but I had like wedges in my hand for the first three holes, and I missed the green on all three of them. Oh, no. like, yeah, just like sculled two wedges and like just pull pull hooked one. So early, I, I early season, yeah, still I got, working I got up cakes. and down on one for par, but then made bogey bogey on the two and three, which are gettable par fives. Yep both back to back gettable but difficult difficult yeah not not like you know driver seven iron it's you have to have a good drive tough. on both of them right but i did and i like gotcha. i had you know 70 yards into one of them <laughs> and like 40 yards into the other one and bogeyed them both so Ouch. so i was thinking i was off to a bad start but then uh i was telling jeff in pre-production we were talking number four is a really really hard par three and I've parred it all three times this year without hitting the green once. <laughs> I've like gotten up. I had like one one. I had like a miraculous flop to like a foot. Another one was a pretty straightforward bunker shot or to a you know easy right. easy putt for par. This one I had probably my wildest one because I was way right. And if you know the hole or look at the hole, huge bunkers all around the green and really sloping green. You know Donald Ross hole. And I was probably 15 yards right of the bunkers, <laughs> pin on the front. Impossible up and down. Yeah, and like I you didn't, can't keep that on the green. I kept it barely in the fringe, so I, right. I had like I, I didn't hit a great shot, but I didn't hit a terrible shot. I kind of remember. I mean, I was sitting there thinking, I was like, just give yourself a putt for par. Right. Like, don't try and hit a hero yep. shot to five feet. Yep. Just get a 20 footer for par. Yep. Which is kind of what I ended up having, like a twenty foot slider off the fringe, and I made it. So I just can't on the miss green on it where I've all. seen so many three putts on that yeah. green. No, I mean it was it was my probably my best best putt of the day for sure. One of my best shots was that putt. But, How'd the rest of the round go? Uh, you know it's it's uh it was it felt good at times. It felt really kind of shaky at times. It's just. I don't mean to beat it into the ground, but Donald Ross, like you can hit a good drive and, yep. you know, stand there with an eight iron or a wedge even sometimes and be looking at the flag. And if you miss it by five yards or 10 yards long or whatever, you're scrambling to make bogey. So, right. um, I think I had a couple just sloppy bogeys, uh, on the front one, three putt that ended up being a double on the back. And then another couple sloppy bogeys, but then I uh, I finished really but strong. Down the stretch they come. I finished strong. <laughs> I so I uh, I made Bert. I 15, 16, 17, 18 are really good. Like four finishing holes. It's a really good part. Short part three, and then three really distinct part fours. Yes, all in a row, all very different, all kind of running in a different direction. And I, I went par, par on 15 and 16, and birdie, birdie on 17, 18. That makes dinner taste a little better. Yeah, so it was funny. <laughs> I was, uh, I, I hit a good, I was like, you know, I was sitting on 16, 17T, nine over. And it's par 70, so I was like, yeah, just par in, 79 solid here. Break 80. Yeah, break 80 here. That's always solid. And um, I, uh, I hit not, I didn't hit a square drive. Like it ended up just kind of like a low bullet mm -hmm. that ran a while and ended up in the fairway. And I remember standing there and I was like, you could birdie this. Like I got a pitching wedge. I was like, just pumping yourself. Yeah, up. I really did. I remember talking to myself. I was like, I'm making a birdie here. Like I'm, I'm just like, this is bullshit. I hadn't, hadn't made a birdie all day. Oh, no, wow. no birdies yet. Just a lot of like 
scrambling for pars, yep. uh, you know, making like scrappy, slop- scrappy round. Yeah, scrambling for pars, making sloppy bogeys, just kind of like watching my score <laughs> inch up. And I was like, just make a birdie. So I uh, I hit a good pitching wedge to like six feet under the hole, canned it, and then uh, eighteen. I so we were playing a uh, we were playing wolf with our group, mm-hmm. and I won the game with that birdie on 17. Oh, wow. So I won like, you know, 10 bucks or whatever. Right. And, uh, 18 is a real tough driving hole, but I always hit driver just kind of like blasted yep. down as far as I can and take my chances. And I just piped one, hit a wedge to a eight inches and tapped it in. Like, eight inches. Yeah. I mean, yeah, it was, it was, that's a great, not even pull the putter out. Well, it the was last funny hole. cause I had a similar distance on number one. Okay. And uh, I hit a really long drive on one and kind of in between my gap wedge and my sand wedge. And I ended up taking, uh, I ended up hitting, like trying to max out a sand wedge yep. and sculled it. Yep. Like, I mean, not terribly sculled, but like but thin. Hit it like, thin. yeah, thin, yep. like landed on the back, yep. hopped over. Yep. And uh, I had a similar, like basically the same decision, but with my lob and my sand sure. on 18. And I was like, I remember, remember don't, like, don't hit it in the forehead. I was like, don't do the fucking like, I, and you can see one, you see one, you see one from 18. Like yep. I'm looking at where I was standing on yep. one when I hit that awful, just 100%. mental decision. And I was like, all right, just take, the, take the sand wedge. And I just like hit like perfect, you know, like yep. 85 yard sand wedged and it like one hop to like six inches away and i was just like perfect all right i'm done <laughs> that's like, good tapped it in yeah i, I tapped it in like with had my to ba- hear, had with to hear my it. bag on like with the flagstick <laughs> yep. still in just yep. like sat on the side of the green while they all like played up <laughs> yep but yeah that was my uh but my kind of funny inspiration i was telling you was uh on i didn't look at my phone really much during the round but on like 17 17 I think in the middle of the fairway on 17, when I kind of got the juices going, like, let's make birdie. Yeah. I had gotten a text from Brad Gale, previous guest, Brad Are you Gale. Serious? And it said, No way. It said, Let's fucking go. <laughs> and For I, what reason? Just, well, was I, there a- I texted him back, and I, the only thing I could think of that Brad Gale would say that. And I said, The shrimp, <laughs> as in Jose de Jesus Rodriguez. And when I got up to 18, he confirmed that the shrimp had won the web.com tour event oh, at Victoria National. Gotcha. Yeah. So. I thought you were going to say you were going to Brad Gale it on 17 no, and pull no, out the no. wedge. No, I, I never <laughs> thought about holding it out. I thought about hitting it on the green and try and make birdie. But I think Brad Gale and uh, Jose de Jesus got me uh, subliminally thinking about birdie, birdie finish. Oh. Yeah. To get away from that 80 number. Exactly, yeah. (laughs) Comfortably in at a 77. That's awesome. Just a few strokes higher than Jose (laughs) shot at a a much harder course under much tougher stakes. Yeah, they played at, is it called Victoria National? Yep. Is that correct? Yep. It's it's just outside the biggest city down there. It's in very tip of southern, the boot of southern Indiana. It's in uh, biggest city in the area is Evansville. Yep. Just a couple hundred thousand people city. It's kind There's of a college there. Yeah, college there. It's a across the river from Louisville, kind mm-hmm. of. Um, so big southern Indiana city, a manufacturing town for a lot of years, and uh, there's one of the best courses in the country is down there. It's probably by far and away. I don't know by far and away. There's some several very good ones in Indiana, but 
it's in the top five to ten in Indiana really? for sure. And I think if it was not in just kind of a random, it's called it's in Newburgh, Indiana. Okay. If it was outside of Chicago, I think this would be a lot more well-known course. It's unbelievable. I uh, so in Indiana put a little gave, gave Jose de Jesus a little a gave, little yeah. a little love. His first web.com tour victory for I, for the shrimp and then El Camarón. El Camarón. He he went from. He went from twenty third to third, third. and yeah. they said that he's got like one hundred and sixty six k, which should put him in the PGA Tour. Yeah. yeah, like even if he didn't play another tournament, right. his historically that his total right now would be good enough to get a PGA Tour card like the last ten years. Correct. Yeah. So Correct. looks like he's in great shape for getting his card, and that was an awesome, awesome to see him win. Uh, it's kind of kind of crazy. They only he shot like six under to win at that yeah. course. Yeah, is it that hard? It's that hard. It's uh, uh it's obviously that hard. It's those I mean, guys are awesome. Yeah, they play you know like uh, Big Ten tournament there too, sure. and those guys don't do much better than that. I mean, they probably set it up a little easier. Right. I think they've done a little better than that from what I remember, but it's that hard. It's really long. And it was super windy too. Wasn't really, it? it's always windy. Um. I was kind of look. I I played it once a long time ago, so I don't even really have that much. I remember kind of shades of holes mm-hmm. in my in the back of my yeah, head. I know I what you mean. Yeah, you know, I only played it one time. I was probably sixteen or seventeen. Probably shot you know ninety five <laughs> right. or worse. <laughs> right. Um, and so I don't really remember it that vividly. I just remember some like ominous <laughs> feelings. You know, just daunting shots you have yeah. to hit and crazy designs it's a uh tom fazio design and yeah he likes to yeah, get after you super long i'm sure they tipped it almost you know all the way out if not even further than the scorecard right. is um what i was kind of looking as i watched some of the holes and i was just trying to think like what to compare it to that people would recognize and what's interesting that people don't think about and especially in chicago you don't think about is southern indiana is crazy terrain mm-hmm. it is so much different yeah than the what closer people think you get of, to the river and stuff. right it's so much different than what people think about you know central indiana right. or chicago even or you know central illinois right it is incredibly hilly there's uh, all different types of you know vegetation and rivers running through and tons of ponds and so this course is actually built into like an old quarry okay i think an abandoned quarry or an abandoned you know sure uh, like slate field right uh, you know company had this property and so it reminds me a lot of um like a like austin country club where they sure. do where they do the dell match play right it reminds me a lot of that you know just kind of native native vegetation kind of all sort nothing nothing consistent about the vegetation i saw i saw some you know highlights and stuff right. like that and like i didn't know where they were playing yeah and it doesn't like looking at those shots and pictures and stuff it does not indiana didn't even come no. close to you my think, mind you think like south texas for sure or uh you know like maybe like missouri right. or arkansas yep like the way that you know some of the holes are built up on you know uh the fairway is up on this plateau right. almost and 50 feet down there's a gorge with a river running through <laughs> it and that's how you know half the holes are out there big ponds some of them are man-made from 
you know whatever right. whatever they were mining in there but uh it's it's kind of crazy terrain it's really tough so many places to lose balls so many places to get in trouble i think i saw um one of their par fours i want to say 14 you know probably like 460 yard par four with water off the tee and shit right, right. And shit left has been the hardest hole on the web.com tour four out of the last five years Oh geez. like for the season you know number wow. one at one point i think they had the web tour championship there okay. a couple of years ago so that probably factored into it too but crazy course it's uh really cool it's cool to see jose de jesus get his Just win and the, f- the full circles yeah. man yeah, I mean, Brad, Brad Gale's is he Brad like, Gale connects is, everyone is, in the golf world. Is this I think. Ho- like he's <laughs> he's got like a horseshoe like right. with him or something? Yeah, he he connects everything. You know, he he makes other people win. It's like uh, six degrees <laughs> of uh, Kevin Bacon. It's six degrees of Brad Gale. There it is. And you're going to be a winner on PGA Tour. Yeah. <laughs> so, congrats to El Camarón. Can't wait to see him on the Big Boys Tour next year. Yeah, and you know, I mean, he might win more on the web this year, which would be awesome. Yeah, because he, yeah, everyone's like, well, he has his PGA Tour card. Well, there's still like priority to oh, play yeah, for. Sure. Like, there's yeah, still he's a lot not going to like be in the Masters. Yeah, know? there's a yeah. lot to play for. Right. In terms Absolutely. of priority ranking and yeah that affects how he gets in the tournament I, blah, blah, blah. No. I saw he was doing an interview where he was telling a story that one of his first professional tournaments he overslept and missed his tea time and then he didn't he didn't miss it he, he was on he time was yeah no he was on time okay he was he got there three minutes before his tea time okay but and the they, rule is, yeah. But for winning this event, they gave him a Rolex. Right? <laughs> so he was like, "I will never miss another tea time." Like, I, have a Rolex. I got my Rolex now. <laughs> that was that was that a funny was awesome. story. Yeah, so. he was like, "Yeah, like I, I'm I'm supposed to be there, you know, before my tea time." I said yeah. okay, and got there three minutes before. And they're like, "You know, it's okay, but you're gonna start with a two shot penalty because you're supposed to be here that, ten minutes there before." There you go. That's he right. goes. Well, it doesn't matter. Rolex. Yeah, you got my Rolex now. <laughs> so good for Jose. Oh, man. Congrats, man. Yeah. Great start. Look it up. You'll find tons of articles right, on it. We'd love to he's, talk to him. Yeah. He's, he's awesome. He's a great guy. Um, is, and his journeyman. He's like 37. Exactly. And he's like beating like, you know, 22-year-olds yeah. that were he's, all Americans. He's been around the block. Yeah. I mean, he made it to Brad Gale's dream foursome. There you go. So that's... That, that's saying something. Enough said there. As we know. Is uh, Victoria National as hard as the Green Mile this week at PGA Tour? No. <laughs> no. I don't, I don't think so. I don't think so. Victoria National is hard. And quirky, but my God, Quail Hollow is another beast altogether. Not, not, not that hard. No, man, <laughs> that course is so hard. It is is it's kind of awesome to watch. It's almost got like a master's look to it on right. some of the holes. Yeah. But so yeah. for those that don't know, Quail Hollow's last three holes, which is where they're playing this week, the yeah, Wells Fargo, the Wells Fargo is called the Green Mile because yeah. it adds up to a mile yeah. length. Right. Seven, and, two, and no yards. par fives. <laughs> it's two par fours <laughs> and a par three. Right. That's that's crazy. That's even wild. One yeah, it's it's where uh, Justin Thomas won the PGA last year too. It's a you know, PGA tour staple. Right. I think it's getting a president's cup in a couple of years. Probably. It's it's, get, of, it's getting everything. It's yeah, it's a it's a private course in Charlotte, one of the best courses in the country, always ranked one of the hardest on the PGA tour. But yeah, sixteen I think is over 500. It plays a lot downhill, but it's over 500 yard par right. four. 
like 515. 17 can tip out to be, I think in the PGA last year, it was like 210 nope. on Sunday. And 18 is 495 up. uphill. Part uphill, four. water running on the entire yeah. left side. Oh, they, oh, I, uh, I did hear somebody was talking about last night. They said, uh, yeah, I mean, it's one of those easy driving holes. You just can't drive it left because there's water, and you can't drive it right because there's bunkers. <laughs> so you just got to hit it down the middle and hit it really far. <laughs> so, Good luck. No decision here. Good just luck. Hit, hit a 320-yard drive down I mean, the middle, and you'll be fine. Just as hard as the 18th hole at Ravislow or yeah pretty much the same cog hill number two pretty much the same (laughs) driver flip wedges yeah so fun tournament going on this week tiger's back tiger's back he's got some new sticks in the bag got uh new irons this week tw phase one (laughs) phase (laughs) that's i kind of like i want to not like it but i kind of like it I can tell I mean, you don't like it. I I just think everything is so self indulgent in his world anymore. But I don't think that's his call. You think that was his call? I think it's a little bit his call. You think so? Uh, no. I mean, he keeps claiming he's like, I don't care what you put on the back, just as long as it looks good in the playing position. That's true. I I don't think no. I I'd be naive. You know, I'm married to a marketing professional. I'd be naive <laughs> to think that Tiger's all these calling. brands don't have an angle with every announcement that tiger makes right, right so um i don't think it's all his call but i think he leans into it really hard yeah. if i were being honest at the end of the day they're really not new like it's no, the same they look like his old nike vapors they're they're the, it's <laughs> the same like thing identical. he's been playing forever yeah just they had to make them especially for him just muscle backs yeah <laughs> they are just classic muscle back yep. mizuno blades they probably took the same mold I read that I forget his name. Um, the same guy that worked on all yeah. his equipment for title, Nike. Yeah, Nike. Yeah, and I think Nike even stole him from Titleist. Yeah, exactly. so I think he's Tiger's just, just kind of had a guy. He that's has been a going guy around. Yeah, and then there's this company that comes in, and the yeah. guy's probably like, "No, we're gonna do this." <laughs> right. So yeah, they. I mean, they look cool. <laughs> They're you know awesome looking clubs. Yeah, they do look nice. I mean, yeah. they always look nice. Exactly. It's they're Tiger's irons, they're, but it's only it's only the iron. So like he still got he's his, already dialed in on the driver and three wood, and then his wedges he's still using his Nikes, Nike right? wedges. Yeah, it's just yeah because the wedges that Taylor May has that not even close to what he's used no. in the past. And he's still got the Nike or not the Nike uh, that Taylor made uh, two iron. The yep. UDI, like yeah, he's got that one. The one that DJ and nope. everybody uses. <laughs> that they hit like 90 miles. <laughs> right. Rory's got one. I think Jason Day's got, got one. They all, they all hit it like 300. Yeah, there's um, that like commercial with uh, Day and yeah. DJ where they're just blasting, blasting that thing like 300. Yeah, yards. exactly. <laughs> so it was. it is pretty cool. I just, yeah, every announcement Tiger makes, it's just, it's a... Yeah, it's a big deal. It's, I'm getting, it's covered in every outlet. It's yeah. I mean, I'll see fifty wa- different Instagram posts about it, yeah. like with zoomed in pictures of the same picture. And yeah, if he doesn't, uh, I mean, he's always gonna move the needle. Yeah, but if he doesn't win this year, like it's just gonna get really played out. Yeah. So I, I remember. I, I mean, I fall victim to it. I read every single thing that sure. about him. I remember, uh, and I, I don't. I'm not trying to knock. I don't remember if it was Golf.com or Golf Digest. They had an article about the new irons that when you like clicked a, you know, they're within the first paragraph or right. something. There was a link. a link to talk about, uh, you know, a previous article where mm-hmm. he was testing irons. <laughs> 
and I clicked it. I like clicked it and opened it in a new tab. And I, you know, I'm internet savvy enough to not be fooled by this. But I, I remember finishing that article and being like, oh, let me just cross-reference with what this article is saying. It was the exact same, same article. article. Like word for word. <laughs> they had just, They're all the same. They had just put the new picture up and repasted right. the same exact story and commentary and process that they had written about like four months ago. So and that and here's the thing I'm really frustrated about is so they all basically say the same thing. Yeah. And the the only thing that Tiger said he's like we struggled with the metal that TaylorMade was using. It's not the metal that I usually use. Right. I scoured the internet today, and I cannot find what metal, what it, metal is. it is. Like nobody at, like thought to right. ask the follow question, like, uh, "What metal is it?" <laughs> like, <laughs> like no, but n- no, that information is nowhere. Or they asked, and he didn't answer. But right. I mean, I'm sure he'd say what metal it was. No, they're too concerned with like he hit his six iron <laughs> 210 yards on average every time. It's like who cares? So yeah, he's got a. New he, clubs. He's got new clubs. He played with Mini Me today. Yeah, right. He didn't. Uh, Patrick Reed, uh, I think, he stole his shirt. There is, there is no doubt. I when I saw it, I'm like, oh, I'm like, I thought. So I watched a little bit of it today. I thought. So Patrick Reed is playing with Tiger Woods this week, as of this recording, Thursday night. Um, he is wearing i thought he was wearing the exact same outfit yeah almost identical everything's it's black shoes black pants black hat and they both have a shade of like a, a pink or like fuchsia a, shirt yeah, on fuchsia salmon shirt yeah <laughs> tigers was like uh big stripes all the way around yeah and patrick reeves was like uh, solid on the back with like little stripes on the front and like a shade lighter. Yeah, little stripes, right? Oh, there's there's so many funny like pictures so awesome. on on Reddit, like so them standing awesome. next to each other in the classic meme of like you versus the guy she tells you not to worry about, like Patrick Reed standing next to Tiger. Like it's like when you you know the classic uh, uh, Amazon customer review when you you buy something right. for the way it looks on a mannequin and you put it on it's like a sack of potatoes. I'm sure that's how Patrick Reed felt. I think he's gonna he's gonna bring two options tomorrow and just wait in the bushes until oh, he sees what Tiger's there is. There is no doubt in my yeah. mind that he's got every cut. Co- he probably has 30 shirts in his locker right now. <laughs> and he's going to wait until Tiger comes and he's going to work. Come out I, I in t-shirt hope, and flip-flops. I bet you, I hope it happens tomorrow. I hope yeah. Tiger is in like oh my gray slacks and a blue shirt and like if they do a again. white hat. Oh, that'd be so good. <laughs> it's awesome. Yeah. Well, other than the uh, sar- sartorial choices of Tiger and Patrick, it, uh, yeah. Who who they? I mean, it's called good? it's called Quail Hollow, but it should it should be called another place. It should be called Rory's place. Rory's place. He's been dominant there over the years. First I mean, ever tour a, victory was there. Yep. Um, the stats won are a good. second time. He's he's won twice there. I think he's one. I think Phil's the all-time leading money winner there. Phil's yeah. like fifteen for fifteen right. on made cuts in this right. tournament, but Rory's not far behind with two wins. He got a second place when Ricky won, and probably probably a couple other top fives. But yeah. he shot a solid opening round. I think he shot sixty-eight. Yeah, it was three under, one or two off the lead. I didn't yep. see where the lead finished. Uh, four or five, yeah. Yeah. So uh, the funniest thing I I read this week about Ricky though is uh 
Ricky admittedly in the lead up to the tournament said he had like a master's hangover week where after he played so bad on Sunday, he didn't leave his house for like seven days. Like he said, he like binged watched billions and like, was just like reading Eastern philosophy books. Can you just imagine like one of the greatest players in the world, like, you know, $200 million man loafing around, like eating fucking eating cereal out of like, you know, gallon bowls. And his wife's just like, are you going to, go to work today honey he's like no i'm gonna just crush another six hours of billions and like uh stay in my bathroom she's like god damn it ricky or rory you need to get off your ass and go hit your hit the putting green yeah, he went, like easter philosophy like it, at one point like they asked them did you have you thought about the masters he's like most of the time, no, but there'll be moments where I'll just like stare off and <laughs> off in the distance and I'll think about a shot here and there. And, and his wife's like, that moment was three <laughs> days. My parents came over for dinner and you were, you didn't even say a word like, except for just quoting billions. Like, he, what is wrong with you? He legit said like his wife like grabbed her like, all right, we're, we're leaving. leaving the house. Yeah, like get out of the house. Like we are going outside. So yeah, hey, they're just like the rest of us. Exactly, I he's just, just a normal dude. I just I was thinking of I watched recently uh, forgetting Sarah Marshall oh, where she where movie. she calls him out for not great for wearing sweatpants for seven straight days. <laughs> yeah. I was like, that was Ricky or that was Rory. Rory wore seven sweatpants for seven straight days. He's on the and- piano is <laughs> <laughs> Dracula. Yeah. Well, I, yeah, just. <laughs> Watching Lord of the Rings and billions and just eating cereal. I don't want to. Yeah. You should see a therapist. I don't want to. I hate the therapist. Yeah, so Rory apparently bounced back pretty well from that from that rough week he had since Augusta. But oh, I'm glad, glad to hear he's uh, back in good spirits. And obviously this game, his game didn't suffer anything from that. No, I guess. I guess not. He's always been a phenomenal ball striker. Yeah. Putting's always been a little suspect, though. Yeah, he was good at Bay Hill, so I, I love Rory. I, I like oh, him he's a great. lot. Yeah, so I, I hope he... Uh, I love how transparent it. Like, yeah, not a lot of people would say that. No, he's he's always... I think that's the Irishman in him. He just, yeah. like, calls it like... Tells it like it is. He doesn't bullshit, which yeah. is really admirable. Yeah, so... Do you think he... Uh, do you think his putting would hold up in the... Old school world putt putt championships. No, <laughs> no way. He couldn't play those greens. Those Augusta like greens. Augusta like greens. So what did you came across something this week? Yeah. So <laughs> I watched today uh, for like ten minutes while I was. <laughs> Little, little was, YouTube dive. Yeah, I was driving. I was. Uh, I was driving watching no, YouTube. No, I was going to a coworker's like birthday lunch, and I I rode with a coworker. So I was there was two of my coworkers were in, you know, one driving, one in the front seat, and I sat in the back seat and watched the 1989 Skins Putt Putt Championship. <laughs> this this uh, I, I remember, like yeah. you you said you were one. Uh, yeah, I was, I, I was born in '88. Yeah, I was born in '81, so I was like seven or eight. But I I remember this back yeah, in the I mean, day. I really do. Wasn't the last one they they had it for yeah. like through the '90s? I yeah. think it was like a big tournament in Myrtle Beach. I I go to Myrtle Beach the past couple of years with my uh, with my in laws. We go to Myrtle Beach every year, and I shit you not, this is probably the place where it's at. I drive past like 
there's a ton of putt putt places down there, but you pass this one that looks different than all the other ones. Yeah. All the other ones have like volcanoes and airplanes and all that shit. This one does not. That's what I was just going to say is one of the best things about it is like you, you think if they did this today, if they did this today, they'd have like a putt putt course design with like mountains and like crazy bunkering and like, you know, waterfalls. It is just a box of wood (laughs) with like little mounds and, you know, cones stacked in the middle like yeah. it is the most basic putt-putt course you yep. could ever imagine just yep. with some minor obstacles and minor like valleys yep. you would see and i mean and it's you know people are standing like six feet away from them <laughs> like i mean right on top of it and they got you know a crowd of a hundred people it's so good and they they have announcers talking with about the 90s production yeah talking about how the the mental game plays into it and how these guys stay sharp in the off season whatever that means they mentioned some guy who uh <laughs> Who played in the Masters, and they claimed he came to this putt-putt course to prep for the Masters. (laughs) Yeah, right. Right. I've driven past it. There's like I've driven past it. I've never played it. I've always wanted to. I think they still have like up on the marquee, like home of the 1989 World Series. Yeah, and never stopped to play it. But I'll Uh, definitely be stopping to play it. So I will. uh, I'll post a link to that somewhere because I need to share. It was I found it on Reddit, so I I wasn't. I didn't do the diving myself, but um, I'll share it with the world and. it's it's a joy. <laughs> you really got it. Really got to see it to believe these guys. And obviously, awesome eighties eighties style oh, yeah. and eighties glasses and eighties facial hair. So the, uh, the sight o- to behold. The other extreme of that is they have like World Series of Putting now. The WSOP. Yeah. So not World Series of Poker. It's at like a Top Golf type thing, right? They had it's in Vegas. Yeah. Like the yeah. like. I'm sure most of the regions, I've like even around Chicago, there's a bunch of qualifiers and stuff yeah. where you like qual. You know, it's kind of set up like poker, where there's like satellite tournaments and right. all that stuff. But like the main last year was the main thing, mm-hmm. and like Brad Faxon was there and stuff like that. But <laughs> so like it's kind of like the what you're saying. It's just like this massive arena and like you know all these indoor greens are pretty sweet now, right? And, yeah, it's kind of like that. Like, yeah. look it up. It's pretty. It's kind of interesting, actually. Ch- nothing. Nothing stands up to the no to the no. four by eighteen box of no. wood with <laughs> carpet <laughs> and a hole. Not even what close. They, what they say we were listening to it a little bit at the beginning. They are calling them the pin positions. Like, like they were. <laughs> yeah, this like pin, they were. This, like you could change them. There's the, and you there's, mean the hole in the ground? <laughs> yeah, at the end of the box, and there's no pin in it. <laughs> right. <laughs> Pin position needs a pin. Yeah. Otherwise, it's a hole location. Yeah. (laughs) Built in cement. Well, there's a lot of good. In addition (laughs) to uh, 1989 YouTube videos, there's a lot of good golf on TV this week. What are you watching? Oh yeah, Uh, huge, huge Monday night, and on the Golf Channel that I've been really looking forward to. Um, There's this new like four part series called Driven, Mm -hmm. which basically follows. Oklahoma State and Oklahoma's golf program right. behind oh, the yeah. scenes and stuff. So it's kind of like a hard knocks, like the HBO NFL series. Yeah, it's like yeah, it's actually college golf. It's actually the same. So Ricky is the executive. Right. Ricky, the Ricky Fowler may or may not have been on the show in the past. Um, he's the executive producer, but 
the same writer and producer that's doing this show did all access for the Mayweather McGregor fight. Oh, okay. And has thirty em- or twenty Emmys. Oh. So it's gonna be solidly yeah, his produced. Name, Ollie Stokes. Okay. Is who's doing it. So like I, I like I'm a huge sucker for like behind the scenes stuff. I love yeah. mic'd up shit like right. NFL. Like if so NFL, NH PGA tour, I don't if, if somebody's mic'd up, like yeah. I'm in. So, oh, all day. Yeah. So this is like the behind the scenes on like, you know, college golf, Oklahoma State's number one program. Well, yeah, not just call any college golf one. Yeah, perennial right. powerhouse. And With, Oklahoma, I think won the national championship last year. Correct. They're yeah. defending, defending. They're champs. defending champs, and was, obviously there's a huge rivalry between Oklahoma and Oklahoma State. Yeah. So, yeah, it's gonna. I'm. I'm really excited to watch it. I haven't been excited to watch Monday nice. Night TV in a long time. Right, I did, yeah. But well, I kind of that's worth checking out. And then uh, live from the players starts, starts next week, Monday, yep. which the fifth, know, the fifth major. Right, exactly. It's uh, it's kind of gets major like treatment with all the coverage leading up to it. Yep. And a guy, you know, the analyst sitting on the course till midnight every night. Oh. And it's kind of like it's weird. Obviously, it's weird this year as it's been in the past, where the Masters is first and then the players. But this is the last year this is happening. Next yeah. year, the players is going back first. to March. Yeah, it'll be the first one, and then the Masters in April, and then the PGA in, Championships in May. It'll be the second. It'll be the second yeah. major, and then July Open, U.S. June U.S. Open, July British Open. Yeah. So, Which will be cool. Yeah, yeah. and then I think that's FedEx, it, FedEx in August, yep. rider slash right. presidents in September. No, I think it'll be a good move. It'll be an interesting move for sure. And I, a lot of people are saying like, uh, you know, TPC Sawgrass will be in better shape it is, in March. It is, for um, sure. You know, same with, it, same with the geography and schedule kind of working out for some of the northeastern courses. I am pissed off, though, that with the schedule change next year, and FedEx re up their. I just read this this week. FedEx re up their ten year contract with yeah. the FedEx Cup. Um, they're moving the WGC Bridgestone at Firestone. Right. That got cut. No. And that is going to Memphis because FedEx is like well to the St Jude course. Yeah. Like. Aww. And they said, um, I think no, I think St Jude stays, and this is getting added maybe. To the same course or a new course? I'm not sure. That's I don't quote me on that. Yeah. But FedEx said, "Hey, if we're going to re up, we want a That's WGC in our yep, headquarters. In our bet, yeah. Yeah. In our FedEx is in Memphis. Yeah. So Firestone. I grew up. I love Firestone. I grew up yeah, in. I grew like, up in Canton. Classic PGA course. Yeah. I grew up. Part of my childhood was Canton, Ohio, and that was a 20 minute ride up to Akron. And that's a bummer. My dad would bring me up there every year. I remember. Yeah, Billy Andrade brought me under the ropes. Under I was like nine or ten years old. He brought me <laughs> under the ropes, like back on the sixth tee, which was like back in the corner of the course. Oh yeah, and uh, he's, he's like, "Hey, you want to hit one?" No I'm like, way. Yeah, practice like, round. Yeah, so this is like late, <laughs> obviously practice. Yeah, practice round, <laughs> round like late eighties, early nineties. He's playing with Nolan Hinky. That's you know not a household name but I don't even know but that world is. series of golf back in the day like it was top 50 in the world right, right. um brings me on a tee box he's like yeah hit one this is blotta ball days like seven degree drivers you know, super stiff shafts and so i tee up this ball and uh get it like 
a foot off the ground. <laughs> but I got it straight. There you go. And this driver's like taller than I am. Right, yeah. Get it straight, get it like a hundred yards out there. He's like, walk the like I walked six, seven, eight, and nine with him. Inside and, the ropes? Inside the ropes. So I'm like That's clean, awesome. cleaning clubs, raking no bunkers. Way. It was pretty cool. That's really uh, cool. And the funniest part was after I hit that driver walking, you know, there was like that little three foot wide like yeah. walking path yeah. in the rough. It was like sitting like yeah. in the path. <laughs> oh, your your drive was yeah, my That's drive awesome. was and the goes, mini fairway. Yeah, and, the, and he turns around and goes, "Kid, hit the narrowest fairway on tour." <laughs> <laughs> and that was so, yeah. a straight drive. That was the closest I ever got to the PGA Tour. Right wow, there. that was pretty cool. Though. That is really cool. Yeah, yeah it was really. That's props to Billy Andre. That's yeah. a solid move. Yeah, um, but yeah, that was that was way back in the day, and my dad always brings us out there every year. It was awesome. Yeah, it's a great course. That's sad that we'll be losing it. Yeah, wow. that's so I'm pissed. Discussion. We'll discuss that <laughs> next year. <laughs> so that that's dead. Yeah. <laughs> um, speaking of dead, the uh, the Green Mile. Yeah. Which is you know the end of the Quail Hollow. End course. of the Quail Hollow course, which is you know, you know death row. Death row, if you will. <laughs> So I'm gonna go. I'm gonna go with that theme for my uh, song choice this week for Spotify <laughs> editions. Brought to you by Death Row, <laughs> Death Row Records. Right. Uh, this is not. No, this is not brought to you by Death Row. We don't. No. We don't want to. We don't want Shug thinking we. <laughs> we don't want him after yeah, us. I was gonna say I'll. Uh, <laughs> I'll steal a Lagunitas plug here and there, but I am not gonna. I'm not going to erroneously plug Death Row Records on this podcast. Don't mind having Lagunitas after us. Yeah, no affiliation with Suge Knight. (laughs) So I'm going with another, I don't know if I've put a Chris Stapleton song on here. Obviously did the collab with uh, Timberlake. Okay. But this song, I don't know much about, honestly, (laughs) I just ran into it today. Not going to lie. I was googling green mile or not googling i was on spotify searching for green mile songs <laughs> i was thinking like the yeah, uh the movie sense. but it was it's all instrumental yeah, I was say, I'm like a, maybe some other yeah. people have a song called green mile which nothing i really yeah, liked that movie doesn't have any bangers <laughs> no not at all but i backed into a song from stapleton um it is from his album called from a room okay i thought it was from from a room okay but it's not it's from a room because it was recorded in um it was recorded in a studio called a room so it's from a room volume one which is now platinum um won a bunch of awards um but yeah the song let me get to is called Well, the PGA Tour is down south this weekend, so I'm going to go with a little... Actually, the guy I'm going with is really good. They're buddies. He's buddies with uh, Chris Stapleton. Sturgill Simpson. Oh, you're going back to Sturgill. Going huh? back to Sturgill. I've definitely... I think I, he was my first pick. I'm going back to him. I mean, he's one of my all-time favorites. Or not all time. He's still he's, still going. You can put him up there. He's one of my favorites right now. Uh and I'm going with a song of his called Hero. And it's for my man, Jesus, Jose de Jesus Rodriguez. 
Because, Jose, you're my hero this week. Slow jam Thursday. Slow country. Decided to write a song about my hero. <laughs> what else? Love it. He's done so much for me. He's done so much for me. I can't think of anyone who's done more for me at he's, this moment in my life than Jose de Jesus Rodriguez. He's, he, <laughs> if, I guess if, I mean, that's not even fair to say. If we were ever to make it to the PGA Tour, like, that'd be the story. But we don't even scratch it, like, the surface of a story. No. No, we haven't, haven't even gotten there. So, hopefully, we can get him on for... A little bit more. We may need a translator, but we that'd be a, that'd be a cannonball first. <laughs> I, I, I would I would love to have him on. He speaks English. He would He'd be it, he would be a little tough over the phone. <laughs> yeah, it'd have to be in person. I yeah, think. I think we'd have to be in person to kind of bridge the language barrier. We'll so chase him down. We'll find him. Maybe next time he's. I think he does his own to, interviews. Yeah, he's, he's good. Yeah, we'll we'll figure it out. So, Jose. I love you, man. <laughs> I mean, if if you could get a jersey for a PGA Tour player, I would get a Jose De Jesus Rodriguez jersey. He is just everything that is great about golf. For sure. Oh, man. That's going to do it. That's it. Well, as long as you keep tuning in. We'll keep teeing it up. Cannonball. Good night. Right here. Cannonball it. <laughs> Right back. And then one more, he's right on top of cannibal. Cannibal coming. Cannibal coming. No.